Hi, welcome to Soul to Fold. Today we are back at it again. Business Made Simple, Christian Edition. Hi, and welcome to Soul to Fold. One job. Am I getting chastised already because we didn't upload the new logo, the new intro? We gonna start the show and I'm in trouble. Yes, y'all. Hey everybody, welcome to Saltiful. So glad. Hi everybody, welcome to Saltiful. I'm Latoya. I'm Toya. I'm Janet, and I'm never in trouble. And we have an awesome guest today, Mr. Devin Oliver. Welcome. Thank hello, hello. Devin. Thank you. I actually love that intro. Oh, okay. It made me smile. Let me explain why she in trouble because we have a new intro. We Special do. Related. We do. We what have happened? a new intro because last week. I made a vow on live show that what I would work on our new what our new intro. I did, and she didn't play it, y'all. We got a new intro, so um, I can attest that you did it. I've seen it, so guys, she did keep her word. She did a great job, and we will definitely make sure that we have that available for you for next week. But can I just say I'm so excited? Devin is here. It's 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 nice to have a man here. It, it is, and a holy man. Praise the Lord. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. So Toya, what's up? Uh your green screen is bothering me and your teeth. We talked about this green screen. And <laughs> oh gosh, y'all. It looked like I got a grill. No, it don't. That's not what it looked like. <laughs> That's not what it looked like. I can't. That's anyway, all right. Guys, That's Anyway, hey, hey, Mama Dorch. How are you? here in the building. Hey, yeah. Mama Dorch. Today, I needed you guys to pray for me. I okay. am in the emergency room with shortness of breath, cold and fever. No, it's not COVID-19. We are not going to claim no COVID around here. Mm -mm, no, Thank you for sharing that with us, Mama Dorch. We are definitely, definitely praying for you. We are complete yes. healing. We believe it. The saints are here. Amen. Love you. Awesome, awesome. All right, guys. Well, we're going to get right into it. Our first segment, as always, is what are you working on? So, yes. Toya, what are you working on? So, um, today, uh, you know, I'm I'm on a, another project, so I was knee deep in that today. We did have some discovery calls this morning, but um, really, that's what I'm focused on. I have a new. I had a, like a. I was up to five o'clock in the morning with another friend of mine talking about business stuff and creating some new ideas for multiple streams of income so we might be working on a project together so that's exciting nice nice janet what are you working on sister well i'm not doing nothing as far as exciting as that I mean, <laughs> multiple streams of income and all of that i'm just over here being janet not in trouble i've got to get it together <laughs> Yeah. Well, Jada, we know you've been in assignment. We know you've been out there in the event. We know that you are. Yeah, so I person. am here recovering from a great client event. Um, awesome. We took over 900 people to Daytona, Florida, um, nice. beginning Thursday. 
and everybody went home yesterday. So it was a our annual Florida takeover trip. It's called um, the company's Elite Creative Group. And so I am one of their um, um, assistants. So it was a, <clears throat> excuse me, it was a great trip. You see, I'm hoarse. I tell you, turn up was real. And now I've returned to um, doing some other things for my other clients, staying abreast with contracts and et cetera. And I'm going to be talking to Toya about these multiple streams of income that she holding out on. Praise the Lord. Come on, Toya. Don't hold back. We a whole team out here. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. And so today um, I was inundated with uh, sending out invoices and proposals and contracts, which, which is always a good thing, right, in your business. And so um, I just enjoyed, we, we had some discovery calls. One I'm really excited about is a, a women's conference. They use this platform here, StreamYard, and so we're going to produce uh, their women conferences. They actually, instead of having one conference, they're going to have like many, like many sets, you know, throughout, uh, like over like three or four months. So I'm excited to support uh, a sister in, in, in that endeavor. So it's been a great, great morning. Yes, yes, yes. And our dear brother, Devin, what have you been working on? To sum it all up, I've been working on me. Amen. Um, okay. Them the best work on. If you don't work on you, nothing else will work out. <laughs> Amen. Um, so I I have a a growing commercial cleaning company, and is in the past few weeks has grown rapidly. Wow. So I've been working on me to put better systems and processes in place so that things run more smoothly. Wonderful. Um, so that is what I have been doing today. Nice. It's, it's kind of nice to have those growing pains, but you know, you got to prepare yeah. for that next level. So we understand. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Wonderful. All right, guys. So again, we're so grateful um, for you for viewing and we would love to know what you're working on. So please put in the comments, let us know what you're working on. Mama Dorch, we will continue to pray for you. And, and also your endeavors. We know you're here week after week. We know that you got some entrepreneurial endeavors as well. And we're praying for that as well with you. Um, so guys, um, I don't have a bio for Devin, but I feel like I can talk about this brother and I don't really, really super know him, but I feel like I know him in the spirit, if that makes sense. This is the Christian edition. And we don't know each other as Christians a lot of times by, by what we feel in our spirit. Um, I happen to have the opportunity to work on a creative project with him. And every time he shows up, it's always positive. You know, he had, he's like me. I got six kids. He got four kids. You know, it's all, oh, a lot of stuff going on. And we got own businesses and we have families. We have spouses. But he always shows up um, with just with the, the integrity, the character, no matter even in our sessions, if they're a little squirrely, he's always just positive and just does his job. And so I can only imagine how it is in his business. He just gets the job done. I, I know that's the case. Right, Devin? You just get the job done. No matter what, we that's get the right. job done. <laughs> that's right. So I would like to welcome for Soto to Sotoful. Hopefully not. Uh, this is the first time. Hopefully he comes back um, because it's always a blessing to be around and be connected to beautiful people like Devin. So we welcome you, Devin, and we're excited to learn all about you and your business. Thank you. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So. Let's get into it. Yes. Yes. One of our um, one of our biggest things um, I know in our business, you know, me, Janet, Toya, Makia, we we start our business with God first. So this literally is one of those things where it's going to resonate very much with us. So I'm excited to hear your story 
and because we got a glimpse of it previously. So I'm happy to hear it again and share it with all of our awesome viewers. Yes, yes, yes. So I have the first question, if that's okay. Guys. All right, so my question is, Devin, or actually what I would like to know, just tell us a little bit, bit about your background, like where you come from, that type of thing. I uh, I can proudly say I was born and raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Hey. Um, Duval County. Duval. I, you from Duval? I born and raised. I was there until I graduated high school in 2008 and came down to Miami, Florida. And I've been here ever since. But yes, my family is from Jacksonville, Florida. And uh, I'm proud, proud of that. Um, born and raised in the church. Um, I would be the quintessential church boy. Yeah. People would call me a church boy and I have no problems with it, no qualms about it. That's who I am. But I, but I, I don't just, I walk in it. Mm. And it's more than just what I talk. It's who I am. It's the, so um, everything in my life is centered around obeying my Holy Father. Um, I don't make a move or a decision without consulting him. And I'm led and I'm led and I'm, uh, I'm guided by him, his voice. So that's what my whole life and my family's life and my business life is all about. It's all about him. <sighs> Are you a preacher's Um, I'm not, but I'm, a lot of my family members are preachers and I'm a pastor. I'm actually an ordained pastor. Um, I'm a, I'm a youth pastor and, um, yeah, I'm in ministry and actually that's a part of what I was doing today, preparing for Bible study. Cause I'm over Bible studies in my church. So, um, ah, okay. And when do you all have Bible study? Seven thirties on Tuesday evenings. Oh, okay. we got to wrap this up. We got to get them in and out. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a day. I'm telling you. <laughs> okay. So what what has you what have you found has been the most challenging for you and your ministry during COVID? Oh, that it is would be the smart, intelligent one to come with a question. That <laughs> is a very good question. The most challenging challenging thing for me during COVID regarding ministry. I think getting people, uh, I would say towards the end of COVID, getting people to understand that we still have the fellowship in person. You know, that I think people, we get settled so many times. We get, we do something for so long and we get comfortable in it. And, but the Bible still says to not forsake the assembling of the brethren as is the manner of some. And then he says, but we should exhort one another in love because the, the day approaches when Christ is coming. So um, it's, times are getting worse, so we should be in church more, assembling together physically. There is a certain type of anointing that cannot pass through telecommunications. You need to be mm -hmm. in the presence of the, presence. the house mm -hmm. of God. You know, It never ceases to amaze me, um, people who identify as being Christians but won't assemble with the body of Christ. When the analogy is a body. So when I leave my house, my arm doesn't just say, Devin, I'm staying home today. And I'm like, oh, okay, you stay home, but the rest of yeah. us are going. It's yeah. a body. We all go together in sync. So who are you really a part of? 
if you, you know, I'm a preacher, so I can, let me, I'm going to digress because I can talk about this all day. Uh, no, no, <laughs> go ahead, say what you feel. <laughs> but, you know, so yeah, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me. People who they like their secret solo Christians, which really is hey. an, it's an oxymoron. Wow. Because even the Bible tells you that even to experience the fullness of the love of God, I think it's in Ephesians. Um, and the joy of God that is going to take us doing it together with the being connected to the body. This is why you see a lot of people depressed, but you're stuck at home all by yourself. You're not getting together with people and, 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 and allowing that spirit to get off of you. You're just all by yourself. You're not connecting yourself with the body. So that's my, that's my philosophy. Goodness. So Devin, do you find that? Okay, I, I don't mean to ask you how old you are. It doesn't Pam, matter. You, it, you come from a family lineage of being in the church. Yes. From back then where you were, when you, the old time church, right? To now church. Do you think that we have, we know that we've gone more, grown more separated than we were in the back in the time. Do you think there is a way to turn that back around to us going back to being more together? Because you just mentioned a few minutes ago that many people are depressed or they have, because they're separate, they, they desire to see the Lord, but right. because of what has happened in church A and church B, I'm not gonna give church C a chance. Now, you don't even know what they do over at church C. It's like a man. You dated yep. him. You dated him. And then you end up with your wonderful husband. You have to give them a try in order to know what they do. What do you think that we as Christians who don't mind being part of the body, what can we do to others to encourage them to come on back in? The best thing that we can do is be a constant source of the best way I can say it, to constantly display God at all times. Mm -hmm. Not, you know, notwithstanding we're going to make mistakes and we're going to have our shortcomings as well, but to be the rock that people can see. Every time I see Toya, I see God. Every time mm -hmm. I see Janet, I see God. Every time mm -hmm. I see Latoya, I see God. You know, like people need to, a homeless guy came up to me, um, few years ago I had I had an some extra pizza and a, I had an extra drink from from Chuck E. Cheese's I had taken my kids mm -hmm. and I'm driving home like I have an extra Sprite you know I'm gonna enjoy this when I get home homeless guy comes up to me and is like do you have any money I'm like I don't have any money but I do have this extra drink that I thought was for me right so I gave it to him and he was like thank you so much sir I said hey God bless you I gave it to you because it actually was God giving it to you Amen. And this is what he told me. He said, you know what? I wish I could just see God. He said, I wish I could just see him. And I told him, you're looking at him right now. You, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Isn't that what Jesus told him? That's right. And then in John, it says that as Jesus was in, as Jesus was, so are we in this world. So we're just like God. So that when people see us, we should be the reflection of God 
because they don't have another example. Jesus himself is not coming back in the flesh right now to minister and preach to people. So we're ministering to people by his spirit. And if we can be that rock, then we stand a chance to save as many souls as possible. But we, if we're shaky Christians, not demonstrating the power and the love of God, then we're, our witness is going to be very weak. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, Brother Devin, um, we really appreciated you sharing your, your, your testimony, really how you started your business and how it was of course, directed by God. So would you be open to sharing that story with us? Absolutely. Um, awesome. So I was graduating high school in 2008. So that gives my age away. I'm 32 years old. <laughs> um, I was graduating high school in 2008 and I went to visit a middle school that I went to and a security guard there told me, Devin, when you go off to college, when you go to FIU, which is down in Miami, he said, you should start a cleaning business. He said, I've been doing it for years. You can make a lot of money. You can just have people clean and you're making money. And I always knew I was a business owner. My parents own a business, but I just, I didn't know the type of business that I would, you know, that I would own. Cleaning definitely never crossed my mind. What 18 year old is like, I want to own a janitorial company when I grew up. That's what I want to be. I want to be a glorified janitor, you know, never crossed my mind. So I put it on the shelf. Three years later, I'm in Miami. I hadn't told anybody about that, really. I meet a new brother at church. We became best friends for a decade. But right after becoming friends, he calls me one day, and he's like, Devin, I just finished praying. He said, and this is going to sound, sound strange what I tell you, but God told me to call you right now and tell you that you need to start a cleaning company. And I said, did anybody, did I ever tell you that? Somebody else told me that in Jacksonville? He said, you never told me anything like it. I thought God was telling me to start a cleaning company. He said, but I kept praying and God was like, no, Devin, call Devin now. Tell Devin to start a cleaning company. And I took that. I prayed. I've received it, obviously, because he's the second person. It was the Holy Spirit. And I prayed over it. I found a name and I took it to my pastor and he blessed it. And a few weeks later, uh, 2011, I started my company. Wow. That's and, got, and got ripped off of my very first job. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what did you think after that happened? Just because God tells you to do something mm -hmm. doesn't mean there's not going to be rocky roads along the way. Say that. And so uh, that was going to be my next question for you, um, because I think one of the things that we as Christians how do you say? Uh, I think one of the things is sometimes that we as Christians think because we do have a business that we won't have challenges. Personally, I believe in my just in my just personal walk, I think as Christians, we have the most challenges so that we can show those who are lost how to persevere through those challenges. And it's not even the challenge itself. It's the way you go through the challenge. That's it. So can you speak to that aspect of how do you how do you be God through your business so that people can see you as a God entrepreneur? Number one, character. Um, character is so it's so important. 
because anything can change about you. Over the past 10 years, I've gained weight. I've lost weight. Maybe my skin has gotten darker. Um, maybe my voice has gotten deeper. Things have changed about me. I've gotten, I, I, I was married. I have four children. I'm a, I'm a minister. Then I was made a pastor. All sorts of things have changed. But there's one thing that should not change. It is a man's character. So that when my employees see me, Devin is the same. I'm, I'm a man of justice. I'm fair. I'm not trying to rob people and rip them off. I care about you. Um, I just try to be the love of God to people that I have experienced myself. And even when I haven't experienced it, but God tells me to have mercy on people and do these kind of things. I try to be whatever God is leading me to be. I don't just have so strict policies that I'm not able to hear the voice of God when God says, yes, you have a policy saying don't you don't hire people who don't have a car. But if I tell you to hire this person who's going to catch a bus to work, you need to hire him. Those types of things make the difference um, for people recognizing there's something different about you as opposed to, oh, you just like every other business owner, small business owner. So there definitely be, should be something different about us. And we should definitely be, um, let the Holy Spirit guide. Like I said, we have our policies, we have our procedures, but ultimately, you know, God runs the show, you know? So if he says to hire her, the one with the tooth missing, you hire her with tooth missing. That's it. And I'm telling you, I have had some strange people and I'm just like, God, in my best world, I would never think that this is the person, but God does not always send people who on paper qualify. And Amen. whose outward appearance, appearance qualify. So this really is about trusting God. Hey, You really have to trust God because he will send you some funny folks. I'm trying to tell you. People that seem sketchy. Mm. But he'll say, give them a shot. And then, when, and then, see, what I know now, too, is just because God tells me to hire a particular individual or to be a blessing to this individual or to promote this individual, give them a raise, doesn't mean that they're doing everything right. And it does not mean that they will do everything right mm, that's because it's still a choice. But what God uses me to do is give people opportunity. Yeah. So me, <clears throat> excuse me, me and Toya, I like that. We, which, we which, toy? which toy are you talking about? Which toy are you talking about? Yeah. You talking about this one? That Toya over there with the bonnet on her head and, <laughs> and, and the messed up and the... Me and Toya are the most liberal. We are willing to help each, every, and I'm not saying Latoya is not liberal. You just said Latoya, the most. She, yeah, we are the, Latoya is like, uh-uh, I got to scratch, scratch, scratch. Oh, yeah, it's all right, you know. But me and Toya is like, come on in. You know, dust you off and put you, sit you down. And a lot of times, even during, even during our discovery calls, because we all have individual entities. And then we have the entity that we collectively work together. After discovery call, we've had times when I have said, my spirit is not in agreement. My spirit is not in agreement. And then sometimes they trust me and sometimes they don't. But you are right that <clears throat> in our businesses, we do sometimes get that inclination and you'd be like, no, you said give who more money? Yeah, and I know I 
but okay, if you said, or you want to do something for somebody, and he's like, No, I didn't tell you to do that. You like that's right. Come on now, I wanna, I want and so you pounding, you know, you you going back and forth with him. However, the end goal is he's putting you in a place to trust him more. And okay. sometimes that is the hardest thing in being a Christian and an entrepreneur. But see, that goes back to something that you said earlier. It made me think about this. Um, really, the business is just another outlet for ministry. Mm. Um, man, I wish I remember what you said, Jan Janet, but it it's an outlet for ministry. We can't be so stringent and caught up and, and legalistic in running our business. We have to have guidelines and policies and everything. We And people must know those things, those boundaries, but we must be willing to show mercy mm. as the Holy Spirit leads us to, to show mercy because that's one of those things that are going to distinguish us from the average employer who may, well, you broke the rule, you're fired. You know, they, or they, well, if this happened, that happens. This happens, you're going to do this. And it, that's just, that's very legalistic and God is not legalistic. So Devin, listen, you, you say that it's, I'm reminded that um, we are to liberally give these things like mercy because we liberally need mercy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we need that. Yep. And it makes me, it, it, it makes me feel happy inside. Like, you know, the more that I give, the more he gives to me, you know what I'm saying? Like right. I will get more mercy as I give mercy because I need it, you know? So, so that make that brings me to a question as far as um like, uh you know, paying your tithes. Like, do you, are we supposed to, or do you believe that we're supposed to give to the church from our business, from what we make from our business? Of okay. course. That's two different. Oh, okay. I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. You're asking me? I'm asking you. Yeah. Okay. She asking um, you. I just jumped in. Okay. <laughs> you passionate about that. So are you, so it sounded like two different questions. Are you asking, should we give to the church from our business? Or are you saying, should we specifically pay tithes from our business are we specific do should we specifically pay tithes from our from our business okay now that is a question that i personally have been praying on for a mm. very long time mm. my wife and i are givers okay yeah. we do give tithes we give offerings special offerings we do um me personally I believe God answered me. So I'm going to say, I'm going to tell you the answer that I got. Okay. No. Hmm. Tithe from your business? No. And I'm going to tell you why. I While I was praying about this, my wife found, uh, what's the famous financial guy? The white guy? Um, Dave Ramsey. Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. While we were praying and seeking God on this issue, she came across an article of Dave Ramsey. And this is what Dave Ramsey said. Okay. He said, no. You give tithes on your personal from what you take from your business because the Bible says to tithe from your increase, right? Okay. So let's just do simple, simple numbers. And I like to use a grocery store. For example, the average margins of a grocery store are about 10%. Okay. Right. Okay. So if they make a hundred thousand dollars a year and their cost of goods sold are fifty percent. Mm -hmm. Their overhead is thirty percent. Normally, the average business owner should look to net 20 percent, right? Okay. Grocery stores only net ten percent. If they actually do tithes from their gross revenue, then they didn't get nothing. 
they actually owe money. Yeah. They don't make anything. See, that's a, practical. That makes sense. Very, very. I don't believe God is trying to kill us. You know right. what I'm saying? Trying to, Lord, I believe God wants to bless us, but the business owner takes the increase from the business. So why would the business tithe? Because now you're paying tithe for what you're paying your employees. So you're actually tithing for your employees too. You tithe them for everything. So for a practical sense, it, that makes sense because I have to spend, I have to spend $10,000 a month in my business to make Eighteen thousand dollars. Yeah. So yeah. that's not increase. If I'm if I'm tithing on the ten thousand that I'm spending, that's not actually increase. The increase is the difference. So that is so practical. So yeah. I made a personal decision after you know much prayer because I love God and I honor God in my giving, and it would destroy me. I would have no peace if I thought that I was robbing God. Hear what yeah. I'm saying? But when I looked at it from a very practical sense. If I give, gave tithe from the top of my business, which that would be that will be what the tithe is, right? That that's not increase. My increase from my business is the net. So the anything net. I take home from the business, that's my increase. Yes. So now, do I give offerings and things that may come from the business finances? Yes. But as so, when it comes to tithing, I, I take care of that personally. I think that the most important thing that you said in that interaction was that you prayed. You prayed for to get understanding. And so that's right. You know, we have to put God like every other area of our life. You know, God is first in our business. And that's the way to make it, you know, things right. So that's that's amazing. Go ahead, Jenny. <clears throat> I'm interested to in hear what Jenny has to say. <laughs> <clears throat> so let me let me just make sure that I, I understand you. The money that comes into the business, right? You're saying that you don't tithe off of that. But do you tithe off of the money that you pay yourself? Yes. That's because that's the net from the business. Yes. So if I tithed off of the full revenue of the business, Janet, what I'm saying is the Bible tells us that we should give tithe from our increase. Right. That's not increase because I had to spend so much money just to make that money. So that's not actually increase. The increase is the difference. That's it's the net profit. It's not the gross. So, so maybe in actuality, maybe we are doing the same thing, but calling it differently. That's okay, very possible. So, uh, for me, I, I'm going to speak for me. Okay. Every time my clients give me um my my um negotiated um rate when i get that monthly or however they pay me i have a divvy system of where a percentage goes here a percentage goes there the percentage that pays me the percentage that goes towards like me paying for my dubsado and my google and all of that the and, then I, and then i have a percentage that goes to my tie for my business so maybe i am doing it sort of the same because i'm a sole entity so i don't have you're self-employed right yeah i don't have the overhead the, the overhead yeah. and things that maybe when i get to that um level that you are maybe it will be in a different but to me it's just it's just thanking god 
for giving me the clients and the business that he's giving me. So right. maybe I'm in my way, in my way of thinking of it, I don't want to rob him of how he has blessed me. Of course not. Right. So that is the way that I see it. So maybe when I jumped up and said yes, because that's the passion that I feel about him. I mean, he's blessed me to get, he's blessed me the opportunity to give me the vision to have the business. And sometimes me and him fight about this business, but that's another conversation for another time. But anyway, but since I do get the clients, I just don't feel like it's, I feel that it's unfair to just be like, I ain't got to give you nothing. No, you're going to get something out of me, partner. Right. And whatever it is, just I just want, I'm just saying, thank you, God, because you could have not put this client in my way. You could have not brought me this opportunity. I have to say thank you with this small portion of my money. Now, question, I you, can I ask you a question, Janet? You say you have a percentage that you put for your tithe. What percentage is that? Is it 10%? Yes. Yeah, I put 10 Okay. Because that's another thing. A lot of people say, well, I'm going to tithe 5%. Well, that's not what tithe is. The word tithe actually means 10th. So it's, it's impossible to tithe 5%. You're, yeah. you're, you're fiving, not tithing. I did a Bible study on it. Oh, shoot. Months ago. <laughs> you're, actually, you're fiving. You're not tithing. Don't call that tithe. If it's not 10%, it's not a tithe. You're a and, then, and then sometimes I give above and beyond that right and and i sometimes during like different times of the year i'll do a blind tithe and i'll just get a hundred or, or whatever above or 25 above that tides just to say thank you i don't know what you're gonna bless me with next and if you don't bless me with nothing else this is just to say thank you thank you because you. you didn't have to you didn't have to that's right so, guys, we have about four minutes left. So, Devin, we want oh to make Oh, my God. Sure. Devin, you got to come back. You got to come back, bro. You got there's to come some back. Other things I'll come back because I'm I having think, fun. I'm having fun. I think back. there's some other things because I, I, I'd like to talk to you about how do you feel about praying into action on, the, on, on your business. Um, Ooh. Do you, yeah, do that's you, a whole show. About what? Say that again. About praying what? Prayer and interaction in your business. Like sometimes if, and you have employees, so that's different. We are entrepreneurs. Okay, so let me just give you a brief, and then we could this be part two. So, I um sometimes if my clients, me, me, and my spirit, if my clients not right, I'll ask them, "You want to pray?" Or oh, I thought about you. I just want to send you this prayer, and yes. I know that's a, a slim scale because Ooh, yeah. you know you're not. But I have to do what I feel is right with me. And I'm just asking you as a walking in the walk and having employees sometime when you get to work or you interact, cause you know, your employees, mm -hmm. you know, when they were day one and now you've seen them two months later and Jenna just ain't acting right. I, I've got to go over and be yeah. the disciple because you're in a different level. You're a pastor. So God is talking to you a different way than he would. I'm not a civilian, but you know, I'm, I'm just a, a, a parishioner. So he's talk, but if he gives you that inclination, are we denying ourselves if we just no, I'm not gonna say nothing because you many people do, and I and I and I do want to say this. I I can't take the pastor hat off, right? Yeah. Because it's a part of who I am. 
But I like people to also know that while God has a responsibility to reveal certain things to me because the office I walk in, he still can reveal to lay people just as much because of their relationship with him. They can walk in authority. They don't need a title. They don't need anything to walk in the authority and the full power of God. A title doesn't make you stronger. So, but yes, on the job, as I'm led by the Holy Spirit, something my pastor is very, very big in on us with is being led by the Spirit because you can be doing something that's good, but not God. Mm. You could you could be trying to minister to somebody and God ain't tell you to minister. Now you're going to jack their whole life up and they're going to have challenges that they would not have had because you tried to teach them something that is of God, but it's out of the timing of God. Everything that God does is in timing and in season. So mm -hmm. that is where being led by the spirit is so important because, yeah, maybe God might tell you, I want you to minister to so-and-so on your job. Then you need to ask him, Lord, when do you want me to minister to him? How do you want me to minister to him so that God can give you the details so that you can get everything in line so that this person has the best chance for success? Woo. Okay. 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 Well, I, I wasn't doing part two or part three. <laughs> I, whenever I, and, and they can tell you, sometimes I'll just be like, can we pray? Or I, I don't know why, I, but it's the, the Holy Spirit. That's why. But I haven't been asking when or is the time right now. But sometimes you know. Sometimes you know. But I'm just saying it's good to consciously be aware that just because the Lord tells you to do something doesn't mean it's right now. Like you know, so like God told me I'm going to start a business, but it didn't. Right that now. business didn't happen right then and there. Mm -hmm. It's it's all about getting the timing right. Because you don't want to get ahead of the anointing. That's what we say, you know. You don't want to get ahead of yourself. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. But I, I know we we out of time, but I definitely yeah. will come back. I'm Thank having so you. much fun. I love the word. <laughs> and that's you a and me. That's a parent. You and me too. We oh, can we can say, uh, thank you to our guest. Courtney Omega. Courtney is the reason why I know Devin. So we want to shout out Courtney. We love Courtney's you. Courtney's on, my sister. Thank you for being a friend of the show. She's always supportive. We love her shows and all that she's doing. So holla and um, shout out to Courtney. Tasha, we love you. She's one of our sisters. She's one of our sisters um, that works with us as a, a virtual assistant. So shout out to you, sis. So glad that you're here. Mama Dorch, we hope you feel better. Thank you for all of our listeners today. I wanted to ask you about your success tips, Devin, because we know that you have a successful business. Not just the business, y'all, but but he's actually able to take care of his family with his business and then some. Yes. So we, we don't have time right now, so you got to come back. Um, we thank you so much. And we want to give you the last words before we get out of here, Devin. You want me to get the last words? Yes, sir. Uh, since this is the Christian edition... Uh, I will say that success without God is not success. Mm. People will try to tell you that it doesn't take all of that or, you know, you, we're not in church or you need to separate, you know, that Christian stuff for right now. That should be impossible for you to do. You should never, there should not be a button in you where you can take off your Christian belief and faith so that you can now fit in with the crowd. As long as you are a believer and you stand in faith and you trust God You have and you obey God, you are guaranteed to be successful at whatever it is that you're doing. Mm -mm -mm. Amen. Woo! 
Oh, go ahead, Toy. You are muted. You got to let that out. I heard no, that. No, I was saying amen. I know that's right. Yes. Guys, Devin's a little old school, so it's not a whole bunch of social media, but you can definitely connect with him at doliver at goodsamclean.com. His website is really cute, goodsamclean.com. Um, his business is full of integrity. He is an awesome character I've seen over, over a year now. And um, he's what, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, you so you Southern Florida, Florida is that correct? The business, yeah, yes. from Homestead, Florida, up to Boca Raton, awesome. Broward awesome. County, Miami Dade County, and Palm Beach County. Wonderful. Okay, so we'll, you, you'll be back if that's cool with you, because there's just more. There's I'll more. be back. Let me know when you want me. <laughs> All right. Well, we 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 uh, we're very grateful. Toya, take us out. Thank y'all for coming. Please make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe, and join us right back here every Tuesday six ish. <laughs> and we thank God for the good pastor being here because that meant Janet was on her best behavior. Ooh. Ever. If you don't. Hi, and welcome to Soul Support.